Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. And if you're new, let me tell you what to do. You know, follow, like, share, you know, the drill. But today, we got a special guest in the building. Say what's up. What's good, everyone? You know me. And if you haven't listened to the podcast, you're going to get to know me. I'm Jordan Pakalinawan, proud Filipino, host of the Balance and Ballin podcast. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, for those, you know, new listeners out there, you know, Give them some, you know, drop some knowledge on them, who you are. Yeah. So uh, I've been featured on Gabe's podcast uh, quite a few, quite a few times. Um, but yeah, I'm, I host a podcast myself, a sports podcast about the NBA. Um, outside of that, I also am one of the executives for our uh, school's newspaper, The Loyalist, and one of the uh, basketball commentators for our broadcast club. Yeah, that's sick. And uh, before we get into this, today's podcast, let's hear a word from our sponsor. And we're back. And uh, I forgot to introduce this person in the intro because he came in late. Like, you know, Pinoy time, you know. You always got to be late in Pinoy time. So uh, we, uh, we got another special guest in the building. Say what's up. Hello, I'm Lucas. That's all <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> for the but, you know new listeners out there that do not know who you are or haven't listened to the podcast yet who you know introduce yourself well i am lucas Risao Pangilinan. i am filipino obviously but the the main stuff that i'm interested in personally is history i find it to be extremely enjoyable for the, for and i find it to, i also find it to be cultured as well and other than that, I do find interest in, in economics and business, along with a variety of other topics. And I've been cycling more too. So I plan to cycle at least 15 to 20 miles a week. That's that's what I've been doing. So last five weeks I've been doing that. It's been fun. I hope that I hope that for like college and stuff, I'll be able to not go insane with that sort of thing, but I'll be okay. That's what I've been telling myself anyway. But beyond that, I'll just do what's necessary. All right. That's good to hear that. And uh, now let's get right into the main topic. You know, as you see that top of the podcast, Pinoy Heritage Month, you know, got to rep that Pinoy pride. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Do <laughs> uh, you guys know why Pinoy, Pinoy Heritage Month is during October? I don't know actually why. It's because it commemorates the first recorded presence of the Filipinos in the U.S. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. Fun fact of the day. Fun fact of the day. And also, I just want to say this will be the last episode of the season. So you know, you got you got in off with a banger, which is Pinoy Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. All right. So now. I'll ask you guys questions about, you know, Filipino stuff, you know, the drill. So, uh, I'll start off with easy one. Can you speak Tagalog and or can you understand it? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I'd say I understand it like a little better than I speak it. And that's the same with my brother as well. For me personally, I don't under, I don't understand the language too well, but I can get by, especially with context clues. So that's what I've been doing, because with 
with Tagalog, there's been a lot of English words have been integrated over time. And so I've just used those words along with the Filipino words I do know to build a somewhat general understanding of what they're talking about. But if you were to ask me, oh, oh, uh, Lucas, so what specific thing were you talking about? I would have no clue at all. But, but for understanding versus speaking, I can barely speak the language. Like the like among the few words I do know is bakla, which means gay. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep like let's keep it PG. Keep it PG. Let's keep it PG. Wait, gay is not PG? Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just try to keep it minimum, bare minimum. Try to keep bare minimum, and let's try to keep the podcast short. You know, so let's okay. get let's go on to let's get on to the next question. Uh, what does Pinoy mean to you? Hmm. I, I I, we went from like you know easy to hard real quick. <laughs> I have a lot to think about here, so I'll go. I'll, I'll make this brief, but generally I'd say that Pinoy is my heritage and that's where I come from. All I'm, I'm nearly purebred Filipino. If there's any other lineage, it's probably because one of my Filipino ancestors married some Chinese or white guy or something like that. And so, but other than that, I'm nearly 100% Filipino. And so I'd say that main thing is my heritage, food, food, maybe the language, I can't say the language, but for food and other things like that, traditions and customs, the Catholic faith, that sort of thing. That's what Pinoy means to me. It's sort of the customs that surround my culture, I guess. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Lucas. It's my heritage, culture, community, um, all that, really. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, there are some good questions. And I want to relate this to school now. What do you see in like the loyal community about like the Pinoy, like being Filipino or the Pinoy pride in the loyal community? I think we have um, not really a ton of Filipinos uh, at at Loyola, but for the for the guys that we do have, it's a very, very, uh, very passionate, unifying. Um, uh, unifying group group of guys for sure like loyal is already a brotherhood but adding that uh culture ethnicity as another unifying bond really really strength strengthens it for sure and what do you mean by the unify um i think there's a whew, uh just an opportunity for people to come together under a common uh a common theme or something really just something they share Okay, because I was going to say I was going to disagree with you about the Unify, but I can see that perspective. But I feel like in Loyola, I don't think we're all close to one another, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. We're all, like, spread our, apart, you know. We hang out with mm-hmm. our own groups. I don't think the Pinoy community in Loyola is, like, that close to one, one another. I think that's why, for me, that's why I'm a leader for Pinoy. I'm trying to, like, get the Pinoy community together so we can like be strong and that's one like to like to be our Pinoy pride mm-hmm. Lucas you got anything to say about I'd say I'd agree with you and that's mainly because 
there are certain because I've seen other groups like the Latino community and or slash Hispanic community in Loyola or the, even the Black community that are far stronger in their cohesion together in the school than say than say Filipinos or even Asians for that matter. And if I were to pinpoint that, it would probably be as Gabe mentioned they're more distributed amongst the friend groups. And it's probably because there's not that many of us at Loyola. And so I'm friends with Gabe because he's been, I've been his classmate for the past, what, seven years, something like that. And with Jordan, I'm friends with him because of associations with Gabe and I've talked to him over time and we've become closer, right? More congealed together. But at the same time, the, under, the general understanding that I'd say for Loyola and the Panoi community is that we aren't too close, but it's not like we actively hate each other. It's just that as of now, there hasn't, as of now, and I know Gabe's actively trying to rectify this, but there hasn't been any major like community projects or like community gatherings with the Panoi community in Loyola, at least from my knowledge. And so I think that's why I personally can respect what Gabe's trying to do with trying to unite the Panoi community because it allows us as a, as a community, as a culture to sort of congeal together, to unite together and to keep an eye out for our fellow Cub, Cub brothers. There, we may not have, we may not have say a, a unifying thing yet, but perhaps later on, or even this year, it's something that could be far bigger than it is now. So that's what I'm hoping for personally. That's a good answer. And I know you guys mentioned about like how there's not that many Pinoys in loyal community. I'm assuming you guys all came from majority Filipino school. That's not really actually I, I mean i came from a public middle school and we didn't really have a ton of uh of filipinos there either like what was the majority there Oof. um i mean it was still pretty diverse for the most part um but yeah one thing i noticed we just we didn't have a ton of filipinos there yeah because i know holy family day it was majority filipino hmm. yeah it was majority filipinos to the point where during like the fiestas and stuff and the other community events they'd have specific filipino foods there they at the last fiesta they had a philip they had a filipino uh breakfast right and that is probably because there is a large filipino presence at our school i'm unsure if i would say there was a filipino majority but i would say that there was a large filipino contingent to the school and so that's why i say when I'm talking to people, I'm like, oh, what's, what would you say is like the largest like ethnic component of our school? And they're like, oh, Filipino. I would, I would not hear Armenian, right? Which is, which is kind of odd because in Glendale anyway, Armenians make up a large portion of the population. And so to say that in Holy Family, it was mostly, it was more Filipinos than Armenians or more Filipinos than say whites is an interesting thing that I just noted as I went through life. That's what I'd say. We got some good answers. Uh, next question. What's the best part of being Pinoy? You know, I'll answer this one. Uh, for me, it's the food. <laughs> it's the food. Like, that's like, 
dead on your fancier food. You got halo halo electro plan. Wait, what else you got? You, you got adobo, sinigang, lumpia. Uh, any other food I'm missing out? That's like actually like bombed that was busted. Garlic fried rice, if I remember correctly. Fried fried rice. And then there's the Filipino spaghetti that's sweet instead of, you know, the mm-hmm. Italian version. I yeah, love it. Jollibee spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> Hey, mm. Jollibee in general? Oh, wait, Jollibee or Max? Oh, both. both. <laughs> I've been to Jollibee far more though because I always get the, the the family size pack of spaghetti and I finish it after two days. You know? <laughs> like I'm the type of person that could eat a large amount of food and stay relatively the same in weight. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, same, bro. Honestly, but yeah, I'd say uh, uh between Jollibee, I. I I honestly played Jollibee just a little bit. I I give it the edge over Max. I've had uh, Jollibee like way more, so I think that's that's the reason why. Yeah, I think we're all going for Jollibee. I mean, it's cheaper, and like you can take it for it to go. Like, really, you know, like it's like you know those like fast food, you know, the burgers there. The, uh, y- <laughs> y- yum burger with cheese, you know. Hey. <laughs> it's too the good. Peach, peach mango pie. Oh my god. My sister well, loves that stuff. I don't, but I respect okay, those who do. Like, there's Chicken Joy and Jollibee Spaghetti, along with the occasional burger that I'd eat. And that's my order, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's and your go-to order in Jollibee? What's everyone's go-to order? Oh, easy. Uh, burger steak. No doubt burger about steak? it. Burger steak? Yeah. What? It's, re- it's really good. Like, mm. I honestly can't even describe it. It's just... Oh man, I mean, there's concept Pola book too. I I tried that recently, and I'm surprised as to how good it actually is. I thought it tasted <laughs> bad before, you know, like there is a bit too much of a certain flavor that it couldn't describe. But I I learned to appreciate the taste. I have to say, it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, bro, Jolly was it called? Uh, the pineapple, the pineapple juice. Pineapple drink? juice. Huh. Do, you, do you not know that? I'm aware it exists. My Damn. sister. Y'all are knows. missing out on that. That's, that's the best drink, if I'm being. Like, besides water. Like, I'm a water person. Like, Same. y'all be. I might, like, I get tempted to get the pineapple drink because it really is good. Yeah. The question was the best part about being Pinoy, right? That was the question. Yeah, we went from best part to talking about food. So yeah, well, that let's shows stay, how stay, elaborate and sophisticated our food culture is. So there's that. <laughs> the best part being Pinoy. So who wants to answer next? Yeah, I'll answer next. I'll answer next. What I'd say my favorite part about being Pinoy is probably family, because family is a huge is a big deal in in our culture, and and not only it's like you're not. It's not that, I don't know how to describe it to those who aren't, but it's sort of like, for in some cases, you're ex, you could be just as close to members of your extended family as those in your immediate family, which is odd for some people, but it is definitely true, though with COVID that has sort of limited itself a bit. But I remember the, when I'd go to like, when I'd go to like parties, there, there'd always be like relatives I haven't seen in years, and then we're brand, and then we're just shaking hands or hugging and that sort of thing, and and then 
and then people are like oh my god we're all we're the same we're the same again and it's like hugging and all that sort of thing lots of physical contact lots of food lots of festivities and of course there's always the everyone's favorite filipino goodbye where everyone says goodbye and talks for the next hour and a half and then they leave that's 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 the typical that's Uh, yeah that's right the mom in the kitchen you know packing up you know getting the food for the Mm -hmm. to take home they just Mm -hmm. keep talking when you say we're leaving but they just keep going we get the titos and you're like oh they think they're very fast yeah they start screaming with the beer we got the kids you know doing whatever they want or you get the karaoke machine going on oh, oh my god yeah and then i'm betting and i'm betting with my cousins when are we gonna actually leave and they're like we're gonna leave after midnight for sure <laughs> <laughs> and then and the party was supposed to end at nine so that's the best part <laughs> You know, yeah, oh, yeah being like the Pinoy family, like once you know like a family, like you're already like, you know, you're like cousins at this point. Like you're like your brothers, like they can just walk into your house and like nothing, you know, nothing weird's happening, you know. It's just normal. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. is more of that, like there's more of that extended family clan like mentality. And I'd say that's really nice to have because extended family is always good for networking along with just other things of that nature. So I say that being Pinoy in general is just like the extended family is most important to me because they've had a profound impact on my life personally. Yes, the food's good, but who's the one cooking the food? My family. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with pretty much everything Lucas said. Like, um, uh, it it's really this is uh really really unifying as far as like family relatives all that and i can uh um confirm like everything that goes on with the whole parties goodbyes and just the amount of craziness that each each get together has it's just it's it's really something else yeah yeah Yeah. family bonds they tend to be so strong that things that would traditionally cause breakdowns like politics or religion don't really do anything like usually it's like oh i disagree with you and i think you're an asshole but you're family so that's sort of that sort of mentality like that didn't happen to me that didn't happen to me so far but usually i just enjoy being with them it's just the best the best part about being with family is just the memories that i make with them like singing wildly out of tune for karaoke is fun it sounds horrible. It sounds complete. It sounds like a banshee decided to take possession of my soul right here, right in my heart. But at the same time, it's just too good. I, I just love it so much. And I will never replace it for anything else. That's what I have to say. And we got some great answers. You know, just remember to keep the cursing to a minimum. <laughs> I cursed? Question. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you cursed. I was dying inside. But next question. Uh, Have you been stereotyped by uh, by others for being Pinoy? Like, you know how we're Asians, you know, we're supposed to be good at math or something, or we probably might be mistaken for, you know, being Hispanic. I mean, Latino, you know. Would you you say you had an experience like that, or 
I mean, to be honest, like in studying, like in studying, like the Philippines, they do have ver- lots of similarities to Latin America, so I can't blame them. But at the same time, we're kind of different, you know. <laughs> it's that sort of like mentality. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, personally for me, I don't think I've been stereotyped too much. And when I am stereotyped, it's usually either in good fun or because the other person doesn't know anything. So I can forgive them. I've never been stereotyped in a way that has been malicious. And so I'd say that that's a blessing because I know of others who have been stereotyped in a malicious manner. And to those people, I, I extend my condolences. But at the same time, at least for me, that hasn't happened yet. So let's hope it doesn't happen in the future or ever to any of my Pinoy brothers. That's what I have to say. Jordan, how have you experienced? No, I can't oh. say I have recent memory. All right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to say some questions, like stereotypical questions. And you just say yes or no, like if you have done it or you, you know, you, it's, it's not like real bad. Okay, so here we go. First question. Do you have the picture or painting or picture of the last supper in your like uh, dining room? Yes. I have a mural <laughs> of the last supper in my dining room. It's like this oval thing and it's a wooden carving of Jesus doing this. Of his arms extended and the disciples are doing various poses like uh like like content creators reacting to viral trends something like that it's that sort of like it's that sort of thing and it looks really good i have to say it looks it's, it's the best mural anyone else who says otherwise is wrong but whatever <laughs> jordan do you have the last nope. supper no, okay, well, okay. Uh, have plastic bags saved up. Hell yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Paper bags, too. Yeah. You have a, uh, I don't know, do you have a tabo at home? Yes. 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 <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I used it. I just have one. <laughs> what other what other stereotypes like that are like you know not that bad yet. are you good at math no that's like more of an asian community not filipina mm. uh <laughs> hey anyone got a stereotypical filipino thing do you have the filipino goodbye <laughs> what the filipino goodbye is that something that happens all the time yeah the, the one that takes hours to leave Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we all have. <laughs> Jordan, do you have the Filipino goodbye? Of course. Yeah, that's inevitable. I, I, I haven't seen a single Filipino that hasn't had that. So, I'd say it's it's woven into our genetic fingerprint. That I have to say it. I have to say it. Mm, all right. I got, okay. I got one last stereotypical question. Your parents are like super religious. Like your mom is like the super religious one. Yeah. My mom is really religious. My dad's religious too. Even if he's a bit less, like 
for for my parents' anniversary, they make us spray the rosary for the week. So that's some that's an example of uh, something we do. And then at the end, we'd sing like a Tagalog song, and that's probably the most Tagalog that I'd speak for the next six months. So, you know, I'd say that they're super they're pretty religious, and that's probably one of the main reasons why I have a religious tint when I think of when I do things. But yeah, I'd agree with this stereotype. What about the rest of you? Yeah, I'd say I'd say they are quite a bit. Yeah, I would say yes also. And I, I, when you were just talking, I like another stereotypical question <laughs> pop into my head. Simba Gambe. Yes or no? Yes. Hell yes. I mean, yes. Like, yes. Not yes. really, of course, but yes. Yeah. I sing in the Sabunga B. I do that every I do that every Christmas. I used to do a reading. Yeah, yeah I served that. <laughs> I'm telling I this friend just of to mine. get a good grade on my finals. Oh my god. <laughs> like I'm telling this friend of mine from, from my orchestra, Gabby, she's Filipino also, and she's like a junior or something like that. And I'm like, oh the oh, are you going to go to like the Sabunga B to play the music? And she's like, Oh yeah. And I'm like and she's like asking me, oh, am I going to go too? Because I haven't heard you sing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going. And it's like, and so I, that's what I want to do. I want to do music related stuff for Zabunga B. It just seems fun to wake up absurdly early and then have the Filipino goodbye at the end. Of course, it's, it's, it's a classic Filipino goodbye. And that's all, it's just enjoyable to be amongst Filipinos. And then the priest does the Tagalog homily, the classic Tagalog homily, along with other, and then you have everyone singing at the end and like doing little dances and all that. It's just fun. It's just fun. I intend to go to my Sabangabi this year. That's what I want to do. Are you going to, are you two going to go to your Sabangabis? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, maybe. Are you should mm-hmm. go to the Holy Fellow one, Jordan. <laughs> oh man <laughs> imagine you should, you should go to the holy family go to uh, one one <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it <laughs> i'll think about oh, yeah, it I, yeah we have five weeks so that is fine but hey it is what it is okay uh next question i mean i think we're, we kind of covered this but still favorite pinoy dish culture or like tradition that's a large question yeah i mean it's just, it's just yeah. like Dish culture, like we can pick from dish culture or tradition. That one thing from that section. You don't, don't have to, you don't have to list one for each section. Just pick whatever you want to answer. Okay, favorite tradition has to be us starting to set up for Christmas in September. Bro. Oh my god! I don't know who came up with that. I don't know. And what, they take what, it what down in March. Too good, too good, man. It's astonishing. Like they take out the tree in September, they decorate in October, and in November they put the gifts. And in December, they have the festivities, obviously, and then they take it down in March. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's it's practically Christmas for half the year, and the other year is anything else. Yeah, the month that ends with like er. That's our, your Christmas up. Christmas is already up. 
yeah, through Halloween, weird. Thanksgiving. It's all about Christmas. You play Christmas music right now. <laughs> Legit, my parents are playing Christmas music. I'm not even capping. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's before All Saints Day. Oh my God, this is unreal. <laughs> uh, Lucas, did you answer that question? Or the favorite? Yeah, I'd say that my favorite tradition, uh, generally speaking, is family gatherings. I know it's not as big, arguably not as flamboyant as say, oh, I'm going to uh, build my Christmas tree in September. Or is it August? I can't really tell. But but the, the main thing I'll say is that family gatherings are the biggest one for me. And that's mainly because I just enjoy them a lot. It's It's among the few times in which I can be amongst them, all of them. And it's like, we're just being bros. We're just being family. We're just being, and then there's like ninongs and ninongs and all that. And it's like, great. I, I, I love it so much. I love it. You know? Speaking of Christmas trees, you guys have it set up. Surprisingly, not yet. <laughs> I have a feeling that in November, they're going to set it up though. Like I, this is a bit different from this year. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. We don't have it up yet. It's real okay, so, okay, so no, no, we just made that, but we don't. <laughs> this year is the exception. Oh, we're, we're, I, we're such yes, a bad Larry, Filipino. We're such bad Filipinos. We're fake <laughs> Filipinos. Our Pinoy card has to be taken away. It's Filipino white. <laughs> we got okay. provoked. Uh, go back. Go back to Manila to get the to get the Pinoy card removed. Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, for me, my favorite Tanoi dish culture tradition. Uh, our, I don't want to say Simbang a bit because we, we mentioned that. I'll go with. I had something in my head. I already forgot. I'll go probably like the dancing, like tinkling, bro. That tinkling is fun. Have you guys done tinkling before? Nope. You nope. You haven't done tinkling. Mm-hmm. Wait, can you repeat that? I didn't hear you. Have you done tinkling? Tinkling? I've. Oh, never mind. I have. I have not. Oh, wow. <laughs> such a. Oh well, I I did the tinkling. It's hella fun. All right, so. Goddamn, holy! Do you think Pinoy people really know what being a Pinoy is and like how to rep that Pinoy pride? I'm sure they know. It's something that I'm sure that there's at least for the general stuff they know. I and that there are other families who are more into the Pinoy pride, Pinoy pride, Pinoy pride than most than others. But I'd say that most of them know, and that yeah. of course they know. But even if more more and more people are integrated into American culture, there's always going to be that that Pinoy aspect to their lives. You know, no matter, like, even if they don't know Tagalog, it's like, we know, we just have the tradition still, which is what matters. Yeah, I agree. Why would you agree? Okay, well, um, they, I think they definitely get it from, uh, maybe they get it from their parents, grandparents, whoever, but they, I'm sure they know, like, they're, they're, they're very passionate about it about their culture and ethnicity, I think. 
I'd say so too. Uh, what do we call it? Oh, you know what? We'll take a quick break. So yeah, we'll see you right back. And we're back. So uh, you know, we're three questions. Well, we need three more questions to finish the podcast. So uh, do you think people think bad about Filipinos? Do you think they look down upon Filipinos? Mm-mm. Well, I'd say it depends on where they are, where they come from. Like, I know that in China, they're looked down upon a lot, right? Probably because they're seen as lower class and not Chinese. So I'm, I know that happens, but I don't think it happens too much in the U.S. I, at least it didn't happen to me anyway. It could be different for others. But that's what I'd say on the matter. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, again, it does depend on on where you are, but definitely because of the current situation. I know this is, again, towards all, this applies to all Asians, but like, yeah, um, depending on where you're from, uh, Filipinos can either be like really... uh, um, uh, uh, appreciated or in some ways looked down upon which is un- uh, in a lot of aspects really unfortunate yeah I agree with you guys there on that you know it, I, it does really depend where you come from and you know if like the people around you are like aware of the knowledge and the uh, next question or second to last question how do you think we can spread the importance of being Phil, uh, the Filipino community, like or or being Filipino, or like that Pinoy pride. I think we live in such a digital age that we have all the resources to do so, and especially for guys of 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 our age, of our our generation, we have so much technology and so many social media platforms available to us now that it makes it like so much easier to do it. You just really have to have the the desire to do so. I'd agree with that. I'd say that the digital age has rapidly changed the game in so many ways, right? Like uh, one thing I'd say is probably through certain things like in the form of like donations and other things like that. It's just astonishing. It's just astonishing how much change has happened in the last like even 10 years. And so far as like internet has gone. And I think that it would be foolish if we don't use those, those resources at all. That's what I feel about it. And then now we got the last question. How can we spread our, the, our Pinoy to, I don't know if that's right, our Pinoy to you know, the, our community, to the loyal community or our neighboring community or where we where or where we live. I think what you're doing, Gabe, with the Filipino club and trying to, you know, unite us, unite the Loyola community is like really, really awesome, really, really powerful. And I think um, uh, just having stuff like that, having um, events or something to to help make the Loyola Filipino community bond a little like a lot stronger that that's definitely going to help yeah I'd say that I'd say I'd agree with Jordan there because it's like what can there are things that obviously we can do 
right? And the main thing I'd say is through, say, what Gabe's doing, but also through other things as well, like maybe out, organizing outside of like school or any of your other or, local organizations and stuff like that. I'd say that that's a good method, along with just trying to reach out on your own. That's something that I think is a big deal because I know of people who are naturally introverted who don't like talking to others that much because, or even if they do like talking to others, it's like their social battery gets depleted after five seconds. And so it's like, you know, at the same time, there is a general understanding that if you want to get things done, you should do it yourself. And that what Gabe's doing is respectable. I like it. I like the idea. I'd pro- I'll see if I could, I'll see if I could get involved more myself as well in the club, but also in other areas like maybe through awareness or just promoting certain values and ethics. I'd say that that's a big deal. If Filipinos are united behind a certain, a certain, a certain list of ethics, like, do, like being better people or encouraging people to do really good in school, because that can uplift a lot of people. And it has for a lot of Filipinos, like say to promote education and other things like that. That's a big deal going against government corruption. That's what this stuff. That's all I have to say. We knocked this podcast down, you know. We 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 end up with a bang with the Pinoy heritage, including like the last little. I don't know when I think I'm posting it today or to or tomorrow Halloween, but we end off with a banger for the month with yes, Pinoy sir. heritage. End off with a banger for the first season. Second season will be better, you know. We coming back stronger. Oh my god, bro. Y'all are, you know, I have no clue what to say right now. I'm not gonna lie. But you know, we end off with a banger. Damn, yeah, thank you guys for you know coming out, helping me end off this show with a banger. Talk about yes, I guess something serious kind of, but at the same time, you know, add some, you know, line up the mood a bit. So yeah, uh, I guess now the floor is yours to shout anything you want. Hmm. So, Jordan, you can go first. All right. I mean, like, of course, shout out to everyone who listened to this podcast, wanted to learn something a little more about uh, about Filipinos. And uh, again, like I said, and I, I guess I want to clarify. Like, I really do hope that the Filipino community at Loyola does grow stronger. I realize what I said. Like, we don't have a strong community. Um, but again, what, what with everything that Gabe's doing. I know that we can make the Filipino club and the Filipino presence at Loyola a hell of a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. We have to look out for each other. Obviously there has been some bad things going on in the world and there are, there are, there are people who think, Oh, it's hopeless. We can't do anything, but we can, we can. I trust in my fellow Filipinos and just my fellow people my fellow Americans, my fellow whatevers in general, that they could do a lot more than they currently do. I hope that with time, when with God on our side, we can do more. That's what I'm hoping. And, right, good shout out, good shout out. Oh, you know what I meant by shout out? I meant like your social media. <laughs> but yeah, they all take that. I'll take that. You know, that, that was one thing I was going to for shout out. But I mean, now I'm talking, now it's shout out for yourself. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that for shout outs, I'd say Jordan's basketball podcast is really interesting. I've been, I actually been listening to it afterwards to try to understand, understand the game a bit better. And I'd say that he's quite informative and I'm very impressed with his work ethic. And so I'd say I'd shout him out personally because I don't know crap about the game. So I'd say that if anyone wants to get introduced to basketball with Lakers bias, of course, then Jordan is your guy. Yeah. yeah thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, ever, I'm, I'm sure Gabe will put our, our social links down in the description in my, in my podcast as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that I'm working on something too, but right now the thing is currently unannounced. I'll let people know about it in the future. So be on the lookout. Also, uh, for those who actually don't look at the bio, like, just shout out, because I really don't know if people actually look at the description. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, Jordan Boundless on Instagram and jpagalina1, that's the number one, on Twitter. Ooh. Hmm, I'd say Luca Krat, spelled at L-U-C-A-C-R-A-T. On Instagram, I don't really have a Twitter, but I do have Discord, so there's that. Other than that, I don't have any. Clashroyal. My Clashroyal is forty five Lucas forty five on Clashroyal, and I'd like to extend my appreciation for those for you for inviting me. Yeah, uh, you know, you're welcome. You know, I just have to invite the best. I think that would fit into this podcast. I mean, unfortunately, we, we can't get Jarek and Aiden here. But, you know, hey, I was trying to get them on, you know. But it's all good. You know, we'll we'll forgive them. And I'll, we'll get them on next season, next season, you know. But, yeah, it's been the Daily Life Podcast Season 1, you know. You know what to do. Stay groovy. Happy Halloween. And, yeah, peace. <laughs>